Hey, yo, Jeezy, you on the set of the Combat Jack show, man. Already. How your life been, man? Oh, man, I've been through a lot, man. I'm still standing tall. I've seen it all, you know? There you go. Already. Cheer. Internet, you tune into the Combat Jack Show, the combatjackshow.com. What's Chill. up, pretty What's going on, Combat? Man, I man, listen, man, it was a, it's been a long day, man. I had the I had the pleasure of uh being at this dinner mm-hmm. with Jeezy, man. Dinner. Dinner. I mean, it was, you know, it was you know, food. What, they had lobster? No, they had food, they had lobster Crabs? rolls and the whole nine. But what really got me in the zone, man, is is is, is, I, is I fell into a pool of that Abion, man. <laughs> You know, I, you know I don't drink before an episode. Nah, nah, I've never I mean, seen you I, do it. I've been drinking, man. <laughs> but anyway, listen, internets, man. You know what it is, man. I would love to welcome Mr. Jeezy to the Combat Jackson. What's up, Jeezy? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Yo, man, you looking so clean. Yeah, You looking man. so fresh, man. Pleasure to be here, man. man. It's a pleasure to have you. Listen, yeah. man. What's up with this Abion, man? Because this shit got me <laughs> on fire right now, man. What's yeah, up? That's, that, that's, they call it the silent assassin, man. It sneaks up <laughs> on you, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, but you know, Avion is definitely like, you know, just the, the, the premium of tequila, man. It's like, you know, that Patron, that's Mexican moonshine, you feel me? Um, but this Avion is class, man, and it, it sneaks up on you. It's smooth, man. That's why I'm even down with the movement. You know, I'm a tequila drinker, so, you know, we took a couple shots. You weren't there. Nah, premium <laughs> Nah, I'm, I don't fuck with them shots. I drink a lot of beer. I'll yeah. tell you one thing. I see it all over. I yeah, see it all over, and I see that you're pushing them, man. And it, nah, man, just you know, just you know, something I just happened to really, you know, take a liking to, and, and and was able to become a part of the situation. You know what I mean? And, and empower some of my people at the same time. You know what I mean? And, and you know, I'm multicultural director over there, so I got you know people that's you know on my team that's over there. So that makes me feel better than seeing them clock in every morning and doing what we do. You feel me? Yo, Jeezy, you said the right word, man. You said empower. <laughs> empower. Empower is dope, man. Yeah. Listen, I listened to the album. Yeah. I, I mean, I've had the fortune, like, like. I don't think a lot of people, I mean, nobody, I don't think, has heard this album. Thank God this album hasn't leaked. Yeah, yeah. I don't want, you know, I want to wake up in the morning and it's out, so I'm going to knock on some wood. Yeah, let's knock on some wood. <laughs> but but, but I, I listened to the album or, or, or bits of it or most yeah. of it two times, man. Yeah. I love the album, man. Yeah, man. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's near and dear to me, man. I feel like, you know, this is, this is the, this is the, Evolution, the transition, the young Jeezy, you know what I mean, into Jeezy, into the into the man, into the to the leader, into you know the people's champ, the city's hero, and I just feel like you know just this music is a soundtrack to that, you know what I mean? It's, it's just for any and everybody that's out there that's going through anything. It's like I got you, you know. I heard I heard somebody say something um, one time that um, just really made me just think. Um, I was at the BT Awards and you know Lionel Richie gave his speech. You know what I'm saying? I'm a big Lionel Richie fan, but at the end of his speech, he said, "You know, I don't, I don't care if you were, you know, a thug or a dealer or whoever you are. One day you got to tell somebody I love you, and I got you mm. with his music. Mm. And that's how I feel. It's like, you know, I don't care what you do if you're in college. You know what I mean? You're in grade school, whatever it is you do. When when you got to get back on your grind, I got you. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Real talk. Now, I hear a lot of talk from artists, man. Whenever they're dropping a new project, yeah. they talk about this is a transition album. Mm. This is their best album. I mean, you know, they, they do the circuit. They do, they they, do what they're they, supposed as to they do. they should. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to tell you, man, I, you know, I've bought all your albums. No question. I, I, Appreciate I have, that. I've, I'm, this, is, this is no bullshit. I don't lie about music. Damn right. And I would say this is the first time that I've been so excited like to wait. Like, it's been a long time since I've been waiting yeah. for a major release. No question. What's different about this album, man? I, mean, I just think, I, you know, I just think I found, you know, I found Jeezy, man. I found I found, <laughs> found my calling, you know what I mean? It's I thought you like, were going to say Jesus, man. <laughs> nah, nah, I found him too. But, he found himself. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, I just think, I, I just, you know, you, you know, sometimes you just get in that, in that zone where you just hold on, I got to interrupt you. We got hip hop in the building. Yeah, man, shout out to hip hop. Pull up your chair, man, and grab that mic. We got an extra <laughs> mic in the building. Uh oh, shout out to hip hop, man. Yo, yo, yo. Uh -oh. We, what's up, man? We got hip hop oh, since what? Man. Since since what? Nineteen seventy? What was it? Seventy eight. Seventy eight. Yo, got we got in, hip hop you, in the building, man. What you got in your hand, though? What you got? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this right here. <laughs> yo, yo, hip hop, yo, hip -hop man. This is my favorite pastime. Bring 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 the mic up closer to you, man. Okay. Yo, man, hip hop, man. Welcome to the Combat Jack Show, man. Oh, man. Pleasure to be here, man. Now, I've ready. known you since you were like 18. Yep, yep, yeah. Working with Rockefeller Records. Yeah, when I first, first started, man. And, yeah. and look at you, man. Still putting out classic albums, man. Yeah, and it's crazy you say that because I ain't really, you know, had that feeling since, since like, you know what I mean, since back then. You know what I mean? As far as just, you know what I mean, having, because with Jeezy, you know what I mean, he's, Further in his career, everybody I worked with was like early in their career. Right. You know what I mean? Like Jay was early, Jay was early, you know what I mean? Wayne was in transition. But, you know what I mean? To work with him at that point, after everything I done learned, you know what I mean? It was like perfect. I could just, you know what I mean? Give him everything, everything I know and vice versa and just learning his story and stuff like that. And it was, you know, basically I feel like one of the albums I was you know made to make you know what i'm saying just from what i've been through and know uh, but what's what's harder or what's easier man working with a new artist that 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 hasn't had a blueprint yet or working with an artist that has such a catalog and then taking them to another level but let me say this before you yes, say sir. that though i i i go into every situation like it's my first okay so really he was working with jeezy on his first album just okay. know that <laughs> you okay. know what i'm saying i treat every album like my first <laughs> He'll tell you it was just like nah, definitely. But we had to, you know, just you know, learn each other in the process and, and, and learn to trust and just you know, kind of go back and forth on, you know, just scenarios. You know what I mean? Because it was it, it was like you know, just throwing things on the wall. Like, okay, what you think about that? You know, we had real conversations and it's just like to see it play out. You know what I mean? Yeah, a couple different albums, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so what was the conversation? Oh man, YouTube, intense. With regard to this album, Yo, like hop. even down to the title of this album. Yo, Hop, uh, what do you think about this record? Yeah, yeah, but listen, though, let me, you know, it's just this everyday <laughs> conversation, back and forth, back and forth, and then, you know, we might talk on the phone, you know, two, three times, four, four or five times a day until we just get in a place where we like, okay, okay, let's let's try this. But it was dope because it's like, you know, just between, you know, Hop and, and, and my man 15, it's just like, you know, you know, we as artists, we do the music, but it's just like the all-out, you know, just scenario of it. You know what I mean? How 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 it's gonna come across, and what records make sense, and what records should come out first. There was just like things that I would run by them, and they'd be like, "Okay, cool, I get it." And then that's just how we stuck to the script. And I just think that's why people love the way the records are coming out because we actually sat down and we just put it together. And it's like this is how I want to tell the story. And as the records are rolling out, it's, it's telling the story. So you know. 
you know, versus where I used to just put out one record and just put my album out. You know what I'm saying? So it's like now I really want you to get into my mind state, you know, where I'm coming from and, you know, just the art of it. And, and, and it's like now it's like, you know, Holy Ghost is out, which is one of my favorite records. You mm. know what I'm saying? And it's like just for that to be out before the album means right. a lot to me. Because right. now you can see where my head is at. You know what I'm saying? And you got Beautiful, which is a beautiful record. Which is a beautiful record <laughs> you know on so many different levels. Yeah. Because it's with you, yeah. it's with Game, and it's Ross. with Rick Ross, yeah. man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful, man. Uh, seen it all with Hove. Man, I mean? let me tell you something, man. How, <laughs> you how many times have I tweeted that that is my favorite record right now? Too yeah. many. Too many. And it ain't enough. It, 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 for some reason, it seems like whenever... Hove gets on a track with you. Yeah, I feel like like magic is me, and it's not because it's Hove and it's you. Yeah, I just feel like no, it, be, it's, it is because no, it's no, no, it's more than him. that. It's more than that because I think the chemistry. <laughs> no, 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 feel me on this. Yeah, if we, I think we, it's. I feel if like we was a group. We'd be some bad motherfuckers, man. Yeah. It'd be rough on niggas out there. You know what I mean? Yo, if you could describe to the audience, man, what your relationship with Hove is, can you do? Oh that? man, like you know, Hove, Hove my, you know, Hove, Hove my G, man. Like he, like Hove. The guy that, if I was still in the hood and I was still in the streets hustling, and he was, you know, also doing his thing, that you know I, I would be running with just on some hustling shit because he's smart, and and he's seen, you know, you know, obviously more than I've I've saw, but at the same time, it's like if you look at our ten year plan, I'm right there with him as far as, you know, how we think. So it's like we we on the same level when it comes to what we think and how we respect the streets. And I think that plays a lot of part in the, the records we do because it's like we got a, such a mutual res- respect for where we came from. And and, and we speak on it this is with so much passion and power that people respect it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's like, you know, I've never really been to Marcy, but I, I, I respect it. Like, if I ever go there, I'm going to be like, oh, this way he, you know, grew up in. It's the same thing where you think about me and, you know, ATL and George. And I just think, you know, as as, as leaders, it's like when we talk, that talk, it gets people excited because, like, I believe them too. You know what I'm saying? It's like you get two people on the records, you might believe one, you might not believe the other. You know, such and such killed it, and that's it. It wasn't really that conversation of who killed the record. It was just how crazy the record was and how much the, the record meant. I feel like it's just like a hustler's epilogue. It's just like mm. if you out there and you doing anything, like, that's going to make you want to get and have more because it's just it's just that. It's adrenaline rushing. It's... You know, me talking about being in that 645 and going to Magic City with them chains on. Like, that was the biggest <laughs> night of my life, you Like, I ain't even want to I ain't uh, even wanna put the... They, they told me at the rim shop I couldn't get the rims to the next morning, so I shouldn't drive the car. I'm like, y'all crazy. I'm driving it tonight, you hear me? On factory, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. But I just couldn't wait to get to Magic City in that car and put on. And that's what I put in, in, my, in my verse because I feel like that was like the highlight of my life, that's when I knew I was on the right path because it's like I wanted that car and I wanted to pull up and I wanted to do that. And it was so small, but it was so big. You right, feel what I'm saying? Right, right. And it's just like even with Jay, when he talk about, you know, Emory and all that, and I just happen to know Emory. He hear me all the time. We chop it up. But it's just like when you see people around, stand-up people like that, you hear their story, it make you go, wow, I got homies that I used to kick it with that got 10, 15 years mm. to. So it's just like we just got so much in common just because, we, you know, we superstars and – we do what we do, but we really understand what it's like to have to hustle for your own and to make way for other people and at the same time be a real boss. And I think that's what happens when we get in the booth. It's like it's like a reunion. Monk used to always give me this uh, this saying. He says it's a treat when players meet. 
know what I'm saying? So I just feel like it's it's a treat when 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 two two real ones get in a situation and they can speak on something. It's just like, you know, with that record, it's like I feel like it's timeless. It's forever, and was was one of the reasons why you know I made it the title track because I was like, it don't get no realer than that. You got me. And Jay Z saying we seen it all. Like who's gonna oppose that? that that's a lot. That's a lot. Of <laughs> yeah, it's a statement that's within real. Recognizes real. <laughs> yeah. Now, now you know, like over the years, man. You know because Jay Z's legacy is is you is, you can't argue with that. Yeah. But you hear this, that, and the third rapper talk about me and Jay Z, or like you know rappers comparing themselves to Jay Z, or like yeah. Jay Z on my. I mean, you know what I'm saying, yo, hip hop, man. You you you've seen the whole arc from like. Pre reasonable doubt to like right now we talking about seeing it all when 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 Jeezy talks about him and Jay Z what does that mean to you man I mean that's the last rapper I ever like was a fan of was Jeezy you know right. what I mean as far as you know what I mean still being a fan you know what I mean because you know when you in the music industry you get a little jaded you know what I mean so I kind of didn't. I was just working for, you know what I mean, for years, and it wasn't even like listening to music as like enjoyment, you know what I mean? It's work. Yeah, more work. And I've been at that point where yeah. at a certain point, it's just shit is so much work, and it's like, yeah, I'm putting mm-hmm. it in, but this shit don't move me. Ah. Yeah, exactly. And when, it's a paycheck. And when the Trap of Die mixtape came out, I remember, it, you know what I mean, it brought back that feeling, you know what I mean? So it was something we was talking about for a minute because, you know, yeah. me and Gigi, you know what I mean, you know, we got history, you know what I mean? Just as far as like yeah, family, right. you know what I mean? We spent Thanksgivings together and yeah, shit, right. you know what I mean? And stuff, you know what I mean? So yeah, right. we always kick it about doing something, you know what I mean? And I really started working on the album before I even started working at Def Jam. Okay. So I was working on it last year, you yeah. know what I mean? And I was supposed to be working on it before that, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, so right. it was always something that seemed like it was supposed to happen, you know what I mean? Like you said, with Jay, Blueprint was his fifth album, you know what I'm saying? And... I know, you know what I mean, and seeing what somebody did for the first four, and then it's like, he, you know what I mean, he was committed to do something different and to really tell his story and, you know what I mean, and move on, not to say from the, you know what I mean, from the thug motivation, but basically, I feel like those was more, like, motivational books where this is the autobiography, you know what I mean? You know how you could read somebody's story and get motivated by it, or somebody could just tell you, what to do. You know what I'm saying? Like a how-to. So, Before it was how-tos. Right. Now it's like, this is what I did. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I feel like I knew what that was. You know what I mean? And knew like what, what was next or whatever. You know what I mean? So just being able to help him with that was a blessing. You know, you know what I mean? it, it's interesting that you put it like that because when you go back to the blueprint, mm-hmm. I never thought about it like that, but it really was the first time that Jay was like, yo, this is my autobiography up until this point. And that was was that like intentional with regard to seeing it all? I mean, it was it was I, I was really just I mean the, the the subtitle was um supposed to be a win is a win, right? Because that was the whole concept. You know, I felt like I won when I brought my mama her first house. I won when I was able to get my you know my first car in my name. You know what I mean? I, I won when my credit score was outrageous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> From the hood, I won when I got paid for my first show. So I, you know, even the all the all the you know the, the the bullshit we focus on in life is just like you know you don't look at what's really you know there. But the autobiography came about me and my man was chopping up in the car. My man, fifteen. I was just like, yo, I just yo, what up, fifteen? <laughs> yo, <laughs> in, in, internet. I gotta just paint the scenario for you right now. 
I'm not smoking, but I'm getting high right now. <laughs> I'm getting so high right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of right. clouds, a lot of clouds in there. <laughs> what? But anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, but uh, I, I was in, uh, you know, me and 15 was chopping up, man, like on a Sunday morning, just, you know, just chopping up. I was just like, yo, I wanted him to be like a book. And he was like, yo, man, really, it's your autobiography. I'm like, yeah, right? It is my autobiography. And we just talked about it, you know, went back and forth. I hear hop. I was like, yo, I got it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think this, because cause it's a lot of storytelling. So I want to put the people in the mind to hear some stories before they thought they were just going to hear some things that was going on in the present day. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. it just all made sense because if you listen to it from top to bottom, from the first record, quarter block, to the last record, Perfection, it kind of just takes you through all that. You know, my, you know, just me starting off as a youngster and, and really just was motivated to have more and be more than what people wanted me to be into, you know, getting into it and actually getting my feet wet and starting to realize what was going on. This just is on the street level, you know what I mean? Just going through that and surviving that, seeing a lot of my homeboys die to gang violence or, you know, just the bad, you know, drug deals or seeing a lot of my partners get incarcerated because, you know, we were out there living that life and it's just like, you know, I went through that, you know what I mean? Then I got to the next step, which was, you know, you know, getting in the booth and really just trying to create something and getting that to coming with Trap or Die and people actually rocking with me and to actually put my first album out where people really thought that I wasn't really going to be able to be that, you know, that way musically into getting into, you know, uh, the inspiration and making it to recession and then making it to now. And then when you really just think about all that in those years and think about what you just only saw, what I went through musically, you have no idea what I went through in real life. In real life. Right. So it's like, I just feel like I want to share that with everybody because it was like, it's time. Like, I'm a grown-ass man. Like, I've seen a lot of stuff that people, you know, if they, you know, that people have nightmares about. You know what I'm saying? Like, they couldn't even sleep at night because it's just like so much calmer. The shit and, that you can't unsee. Yeah, it's like, just like so much calmer and it, it just... You know, it's just it's it's just bad, but I just feel like this 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 album was my therapy. It was like mm. just get it off your chest and see how you feel. And it's like even like you know when we we was in there making the records, me high one five, everybody like you know we was just making songs and we was you know we was feeling right. But when I sit back now and just listen to what I said on a lot of the records and how I said it, I'm like, damn, like this is really it. Like if this could be the album of my career, this could possibly be it. Now, 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 Jeezy, man, this is the first time I'm speaking to you in person. No question. I, I met you for the first time about three or four weeks ago. Um, but I've been following your career. Like I said, it's no bullshit. I, like, I've been buying your no records. Question. And over the years, you know, from an outside looking in, my impression of you has been like, yo, that Jeezy is a dangerous dude. Yeah. You know I'm saying? I or, really am, though. Or, or, no, but, 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 but hear me out. Don't fuck around, Like, 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 like Jeezy <laughs> really is, is a dangerous dude. Yeah. Or he's a heavy dude in terms of like, yeah. You know, his, but the the first time I met you, I was amazed at how animated you was. Yeah. How light you were. Yeah. How happy you yeah. are. And then over the past several weeks, I've been looking at your interviews and even today, you know, we were hanging out earlier. Of course. And you seem very happy and very light, man. What do you attribute that to, man? Because I mean, I've never seen you like this. I mean, just so you know, the, the, the most the most powerful, powerful people are gentlemen. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Look at it. You know, Malcolm X, Bugs Siegel. I mean, just think about it. Al Capone. You know, they're, they're very smart. They're very intellectual and they're very calculated, man. That's how they get the power. And it's just like, you know, with me, I, I really realize the power that I have is beyond music. Is is the power to preach and teach to my people. 
And it's like, if I wasn't doing this, I'd be a politician. I'd be doing something that's going to help us. So it's like, I'm happy because I know that now. And it ain't like you can just box me in the trap no more and just leave me there. It's like, I'm bigger than that. I'm better than that. And it's like, every day is like something new that I can think of, that I can do. Or, you know, my goals get better every day. And it's like, I'm achieving them. And it's just like making me feel like, see, I told you, all you had to do is believe in yourself. And I, and that's what it is. It's like, you know, the most powerful is people are, you know, they're intelligent, man. They, they're, 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 really, they're, really, they're really forward thinkers. You know what I'm saying? People who move with ignorance, you know, they end up in ignorant places. And it's just like with me, I've always been smart. I can put my hands on anything or anybody in the world. And, you know what I'm saying? One phone call. It's like, and, and, and people know that. But the beauty of it is that's when you know you have power. And when you really sit down and look at it, it's like, what kind of leader would you be? You know, if you, you if you were ignorant, if you were ignorant ass boss, you gonna have an ignorant ass crew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so if you if if you if, if you if, if you're an intelligent boss, you have an intelligent crew, and they're gonna move the right way. And I think that's what I'm more excited about. It's just like I know the music is great, I know the message is there, and it's like I just want people to get it, understand it, and love it. And it's like I just feel like every day I get closer to that release date, it gets me more excited when they hear these records. You know what I'm saying? And hear these, and hear these, um, you know, these thoughts that I put together just for them. Nobody else. It's for them. <laughs> I tell you, looking back and the struggles and the obstacles yeah. that you went through. I mean, keep in mind, you know, you're coming from the street. Damn right. Into the music game. Yeah. You know, and I know for years there had to be times where there had to be some struggles that maybe you wanted to be out. You know what? All the or, time, man. But I mean, what I would love for you to let our listeners know and, and just the people know is like what kept you so focused? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna relate it yeah. to almost like when people come home from jail and if hustlers that come home from jail and they get a regular job. Yeah. And like shit don't go right. Yeah. They and, go and, right. And they ladies moved on. Yeah, and, and yeah, somebody yeah, else. I've seen it happen. They fall right back <laughs> in. So what I'm saying is like you kept it and look I mean, look where we are today. I mean, it's to, to, to keep it honest with you, man, you know, before I take a coin, a dollar, a penny, a nickel, a quarter from anybody for what I do, is the love, man. It's it, like, it's, it's unexplainable. Like, when I show up in these places and these people see me, it's just like, they, they, they champions there. It's like, they, 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 it's unreal. I mean, that's what I do it for. I mean, I do it for the people. So, to me, that's what keep me going. When I see people going through certain things, I just want to be there. You know what I'm saying? For them, speak for them because I really know what it is. Like you said, I got homies that came home. Some of them came home and got back home. Some of them came home and got caught up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Again, but it's just like the ones that are there, and, and, and they 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 look at me like you know they hero, and I want to be that at all times. I had a homeboy tell me one time, like man, everybody just waiting to see how you gonna get out of this one because you're a hero. <laughs> which, which one was he talking about? I mean, it was just a lot of things going on at that time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was just like, oh, man, watch this. You know what I mean? But in my mind, it's just like, you know, when people are asleep, I'm strategizing and thinking, you know what I'm saying, how to how to make things better, or how to move better, how to think better because, like you said, there's a lot of obstacles that I really came through from the streets. Like, I really came through. And you get numb to it at the mm-hmm. world. You know what I mean? But I just think, you know, and people ask me all the time how you stay motivated. Why why you ten years? Why would you even be in the studio like that? It's it's the love and seeing people, you know, living and dying about what you say because they understand mm-hmm. that you understand them. And when you see people out and they coming to you and trying to give you watches or money or 
Uh, I just love you, man. I just want you, man. I, I man, I got out of jail and I ain't have nothing. I listen to you. What, what, sure. what kind of watches they trying to give you, I man? Anything, Rolexes. Anything. They trying to give you Rolexes. You know, I, had, I had people. I, you know, I had, I had cats. You know, throw twenty, thirty thousand dollars in my van, like mm. you know, before just trying to like. I was broken, and you, you know, it's just like. But that's love, right? You know what I mean? It's something you can't box up and sell. It's just like it's something you can't even buy. You know what I mean? And to me, it's like. It's like the realest shit ever, cause it's it's all it's all for me being me, you know, and, and that's where you know we come from. We come from. We want to be accepted, you know what I'm saying, and respected. And it's like, you know, respect is bigger than anything, anybody, any award. I ain't tripping on no BET awards. I don't get that shit. You know what I mean? It's cool, whatever. But as long as I can go to these places and these people love me, as if that's what's supposed to be going on, ain't nothing they can give me though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it don't it don't make a difference. It's like that's my trophy. I left there and they like the king was here last night. Mm. You know what I mean? No matter what city, you know I'm on the under the influence tour right now. You know you out we're, there. Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, Wiz Khalifa. Shout out to Wiz, man. His album just came out yesterday. Go like pick Hollywood, that up. Yeah. Like Hollywood. Yeah. Um, just out there with them kids and they screaming, "Jeezy!" They they don't even know my pain and my struggle, but they see it. Like that's him. That's that, that's that's our guy. He with us, and it's like, man, it's it just like. When 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 everything goes right and the music lock up and you know people really see your vision and, and, and where you're trying to go with it, it's like it's priceless. Like you don't even count the dollars and cents. It's just like I just want to do this. I'm gonna work hard. I'm gonna be in the studio. And, and if 15 and um, Hopper tell you, man, like the hours that was put into this album. How, how many hours was put into this album? <laughs> Come on, three years yeah. every day, every night. That's three Thanksgivings. You feel me? All of them, turkey. Yeah. <laughs> no, when saying, I want to know, be sun up, sun up when you leave. Yeah, sun up when you get there. <laughs> yo, yo, hop, man, you, you you're professional in this game, and and you come to this game, and and I would imagine at your vantage point right now, where you are right now, when you deal with an artist, you come to instruct them, you come to coach them. What's what's the coaching process with somebody like 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 Jeezy? Is he coaching you, or is it a battle, or is it a match of wits? What is that, man? No, it ain't a um coaching with him is just because he had so much material you know what i mean it was just you know what i mean figuring out what type of album you know what i'm saying he wanted to make you know what i'm saying and then basically helping you know what i mean find the right songs for that and if something missing then then we go get it you know what i'm saying but I, basically i think the majority of the stuff was there already you know what yeah. i'm saying except for you know what i mean a couple songs you know what i mean we you know what i mean we did or just uh arrangement of it you know what i mean it's kind of just somebody for him to bounce to bounce stuff off you know what i'm saying and we kind of just go back and forth you know what i mean and a lot of the songs just end up being like oh, i was thinking the same thing <laughs> you know what i'm saying like right. we kept so saying that you know what i'm saying same wavelength always, right now yeah yeah you know what i mean that's why i think the album you yeah. know what i mean filled you know what i mean that yeah. way because it was like you know with a lot of songs you know what i mean that we tried and it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this ain't kept, sounded right? Yeah, the kept was like, I mean, well, it, just, um, it didn't feel like we right. come back in the studio the next day and we're having a little talk and I'll be like, yeah, so you know, I don't really think I'm going to rock with that. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? Like, yep, and then that's yeah. kind of like what, what, you know what I mean, what it ended up being. Like, yeah. them, them songs that kind of made it through the grinder. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As yeah. far as him, you know what I mean? Yeah, we, come, know, we used to come in the studio talking about that Holy Ghost every day, though. That Holy Ghost, though? <laughs> yeah. That Holy Ghost. <laughs> you know yeah. That was the standard. That was, that was the that bar. Was, that was the bar. It was uh, like, uh, if it ain't better. What is the Holy Ghost, man? I'm the song? Well, no, in terms of the uh, concept. The concept is... Because the song is fire. Yeah, okay, so this is a concept, man, and, and it's real. So 
Um, one day I was um, coming from out of town. I think I was coming from out of L.A. And uh, I, I caught a flight. I came in. And uh, my driver came and picked me up in, in my car. You know what I'm saying? One of my cars. And it's, um, it's a Rolls Royce uh, a Ghost. So it's the car that I that I get driven in. Okay. And um, one of my pretty, little partners. pretty nice. Yeah, yeah it's, okay. it's okay. It's cool. <laughs> and uh, one of my partners called me and told me like to pull up because I hadn't been in the city for you know a minute. So I was like, all right, cool. So when I pulled up, he wasn't there yet. So when I pulled up, all the kids was outside. And, um, you know, driver got out, let me out. Kids out there, you know, I give them all, you know, $100. You know what I mean? And one of the kids was like, man, Jesus, when I grow up, I'm going to be just like you. Your whole life is perfect. Like, you just, oh, my God. You know, like, he just was like I was Spider-Man or some shit out there. You know what I'm saying? And um, it was crazy because on the way over there, I just can't help to think about what I was thinking about in the car. But when I got out, I was so happy to see the kids. You know what I mean? Because they was happy to see me. So you forgot about what you was thinking yeah, about. Yeah. So which was which I would imagine was some heavy shit or yeah, some some of your own issues. Yeah. So um, when I got there, hollering my partner, I got in the car, rolled out. You know, everybody was out, waved me off on the block. You know, it was, everybody excited. Jeezy came through. You know what I mean? Like he always do. And when the door shut and I rolled off, you know, you ain't driving and you just riding and you in the back. You ain't got time to do nothing but think. And it was just like, damn. It's like you know, you start thinking of. You know, all these rights and all these wrongs and can you fix them and why is it like this and how your dogs ain't here and how these niggas flip on you. And, you know, it just it, it becomes a cloud of blackness because when mm. you see this car rolling, you think this guy's just living so great. Mm. But he got all these issues going on in his head. And it was like, how can I make a record to let people know what my state of mind was and how I really feel about certain issues because I never spoke on them. Right. You know what I mean? A lot of things happen with me. You might hear about in the media, and I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just as shocked as you are. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and it's just like, this is my first time just letting it go. Because I'm looking at this kid, and I'm just like, he think I'm, you know, the Messiah. And it's just like, he think I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just happy. And it's like, you know, I, I could be on the outside, but on the inside, I was, I was dying. It was just right. like, what the hell? Yeah. It's going on. Like, how can this fame and all these things come between all these morals and, and, and all this respect and loyalty that we built for each other? And, like, what happened? You know, am I wrong? You wrong? They wrong? Like, I just didn't understand because it happened so fast. But at the same time, I wasn't tripping. Like, the Holy Ghost to me was just saying, like, this is how I really feel. But, you know, you ask me why I'm happy? Because I'm putting all that shit behind me now. Because mm. I've seen it all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's the whole concept of the album, I seen it. Right. I've been through it. I've done it. I I I, I experienced it. You know what I mean? I, I I I gotta move on. And it's like you know that that record is my therapy, but hopefully it can help somebody else that's out there going through some real shit. You know, not the fake shit, but some real, real shit, shit. Real that you, you actually give a fuck about. Right, right. And it actually, you know what I mean, bothers you. And with with Holy Ghost, if you listen to the words and you listen to what I'm saying, that's all from the heart. And and it's crazy because a kid inspired me to write that because he made me feel like I was on top of the world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, and what, at the same time, I'm just like, I'm only a man. But I can't tell him that. Though. Sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't tell him, like, I'm only a man, man. You know what I mean? But, you know, and, and it's crazy because when I was riding in the back of the car and I was just doing all that thinking, it's like, you know, you in this beautiful automobile and you riding through these streets and everybody's sweating you and looking at the car you got a driver looking big but you're not <laughs> even happy inside that right. motherfuckers you're more happy when you out and you with the people because they're happy for you 
with the people that have less than you in a sense. And and, and, and not even not even less or more is like they're happy because you're their spokesperson. Right. They're happy f- to see you because you represent, you know, who they are. And it's like that's when I'm the happiest when I'm around people that I feel like love me for, you know, what I do and who I am and respect it. And it's just like, you know, when you in them cars, you behind that tent, those people ain't there. <laughs> it's just it's you just and that Corinthian leather, thoughts. baby. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's lonely time. <laughs> yeah, it's lonely time, man. There's a lot of time to think. And that just record was just like, you know, I just feel like I just had to get a lot of, you know, just like shit off because it's just like I don't really speak. I'm from the streets. Like we talk not to speak on issues. You keep that at home. You don't put people in grown folk business. But it's just like, you know, that's my style of the story. I'm, I'm confused too. But at the same time, I'm confused enough to know that I'm going to speak on it and I'm going to keep it moving. Because mm. that's why I seen it all. Like, we're going to put that behind us because I got more shit to see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you know, Jeezy, man, you hear a lot of celebrities talk about, you know, they do this for the people and they do this for the people and they do that for the people. And, and you talked about doing this for the people. But and, and researching about you, man, it, your track record actually shows that you've done for the people like you know you had people in your house no you know, after the whole Katrina situation of no course and I just re- just found out today man that that you just came back from Ferguson man yeah like what 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 drove you to go to Ferguson man? um actually I was on tour man um you know I heard about the incident you know what I'm saying like I said I was mad angry upset frustrated you know um it's, it was it was just so many emotions and it's just like when I when I went and we was there um, I had a show for the uh, under the influence tour, and it was crazy because I didn't even want to in St. Louis. In St. Louis, okay. And it was crazy because I didn't even want to do the show. You know what I'm saying? I felt like we should have boycotted it because you were angry at the establishment yeah, of just just St. Louis right. and Ferguson. And I right. just felt like, and if we was to do the show, we should have just you know gave you know everybody should just gave the proceeds to his family. But I just had to go there to myself. Michael Brown, Michael Brown's right. family. I just had to go there myself to see it, man, because I just wanted to see, you know, how how they would handle it. You know what I mean? Um, me being there, and I went there, you know, right when it popped off. You know what I mean? And um, like I when know, the tanks, or yeah, the one, yeah, right, damn. right. And and it was crazy because a lot of people were just like, you know, oh, you went when they weren't protesting no more. I mean, it, it, I had a show, I did the show, I had to go to the after party, I stayed in the after party twenty minutes, thirty minutes, maybe forty five. I left from the after party and went to Ferguson. So I went over there about three or four or five o'clock in the morning. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So like, I just wanted to go myself to see what was really going on. And what was that scene like? I mean, it was crazy. I mean, you're looking at this store and, you, and you're just looking at this, this neighborhood and you're just sitting there and you're going, man, and you know, when I saw the tanks and the kids, you know, holding, you know, uh, uh, Molotov cocktails and, you know, ready for war, and I, I, I just looked and I was like, man, they turning our children into soldiers. Because they feel like they got to defend their cause, and um, you know, I definitely think that the you know the governor, and um, just just you know, in any you know just the law enforcement agencies at them, and Ferguson, I just feel like they didn't handle the situation right with their citizens. Now you don't feel they didn't. Yeah, they, 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 they didn't. They didn't. They that, didn't, that's they, a didn't fact. they didn't handle it right. Right. From from the go, and I just feel like that's where all the anger and the frustration came from, and I salute them. You know what I'm saying? I salute the citizens of Ferguson and St. Louis for standing for their cause and not bending the, breaking the buckling because it's like, we, we can't tolerate this no more. Like, you're not going to come to our neighborhoods and execute our kids. 
It's not going to happen. We're not going to stand for that. And, you know, what What I saw was a war zone, you know, tanks. You know, this This is not ISIS and, you know, things like that. This is not Iraq. This is Iraq. not Gaza. This is not yeah, Iraq. It's not, it's not that. This is the same. United news. States. This is our home. That's what I'm saying. And when you see, you know, kids out there that's really to, you know, ready to fight and die for a cause that they feel in, like, that's dangerous. And I just, you know, I just encourage them. You know, to not tear their own communities and their own neighborhoods up because these are ours. I encourage them to go, you know, let's go down to the station. Let's go down there, you know, a million strong and not leave until they give us some answers. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a, you know, peaceful protest sounds crazy when you when you speak in violence. You know what I mean? Because what happened to Michael Brown was violent. You know what I mean? Um, it's so many other. I've been in those situations myself. There's taser guns. There's stun guns. There's mace. There's handcuffs, there's the plastic bracelets, yeah. there's backup. It's tear gas. It's tear gas. It's so many other things that you do. There's warning shots. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, you know, there's it, nothing wrong with, you know, a, a warning shot. So when you look at this situation and you say you shot this human being six times, you know, including in the head, that's an execution. You know, if it ain't murder, it's manslaughter. But at the same time, it's a human being that's somebody's son Somebody brother, somebody cousin, could be somebody uncle. And it's like they didn't handle it that way. And everything that happened with Trevon, you know what I'm saying, it, it, it feels like it's on the road to repeating itself. And I think the people of, of that community are just not standing for it. My thing is, you know, and, and how I look at it is, it's not an isolated incident. You know what I'm saying? Because when you see tanks and fully automatic weapons and rifles and, and the trigger fingers just yeah. on the trigger. Yeah, ready you got to pop you got all off. this all this going on. There's only one thing for that. It's called a war zone. Yeah. And when you at war, you have enemies. So are we y'all enemies now? Because now I feel like you know y'all taking this instance and y'all doing what y'all always wanted to do in the first place. Mm. Y'all wanted to come here and terrorize us and tell us we can't stand on the very ground that we pay taxes for. You know what I'm saying? And pay taxes on. And that, you know, the thing with Michael is they let the kid lay in the street for hours. You know, that that was already a problem in itself. I watched the clip, and what had me confused is 20 minutes in the clip, I'm sitting there going, where's the ambulance? Why is nobody trying to give him CPR? Nobody even tried to even see. It's just like they didn't, even the, treat, yeah. they didn't even treat him like a human being. And I just think that's where the frustration lies. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, you know, Barack and, you know, Hillary Clinton, and they taking their time to, you know, deal with all this stuff over here with ISIS and everything that's going over there. But you got a war going on in your own backyard with your people that you sworn to protect and serve. And it's like, there's no justice. It's like, at the end of the day, he made a mistake. He took somebody's life. He has to pay for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, we can't hide him. You wouldn't hide me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, they definitely. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't hide me. Nah, you'd be up in the news. Yeah. Man. So it's just like you know, you gotta be fair about things. Like things happen, but at the same time, you you're in the wrong until we can prove, or you can prove otherwise. And that's how y'all need to handle that. But instead of y'all doing that, y'all wanna not give us all the information. Then y'all wanna show up and tell us we got curfews, and y'all wanna show up and tell us we can't protest here and do this. It's like how. As 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 a people, are we gonna stand by and let you slaughter our kids? It's like no father. I'm I'm a father. I'm not gonna ever 
ever stand for that. I call my son every night, three, four, five times a night. Look, man, you need to go home. You know, he's, he's eighteen right now. Yeah, right. go home. You know what I mean? It's twelve o'clock. You need to be there. You know what I mean? It, it, because I don't want my son to get pulled over, and and some officer get slick him at the mouth or something. I would be devastated if I was to get that call while I'm on the road. And 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 the reality of it is. And the reason why I'm saying Obama them really got to step, they got to come from up top. Like this, this is about real leadership right now. They didn't, they ain't one person that can go fix that. You need to get everybody there that can concentrate on the situation until we get it to where it needs to be, so everybody is calm, cool, and relaxed, and we get justice. And at the same time, you know what I'm saying, we make sure that his family is straight. Because if they think, you know, the people that's sitting back, like, okay, y'all tripping, it's nothing, ah, uh, yeah, whatever. Listen, man. I happen to come from that. I know both sides. You know, they throw some tear gas or something and kill somebody's grandmothers out here protesting. It becomes into a whole another problem. And one thing I know about war is always going to be casualties. So we don't need to have a war in our backyard because y'all not being fair. You know, if you're the governor, you know, if you these are the same people that put you in office. These are the same people that voted for you to, to represent you know them as a people. Pay your ta- pay your salary. Yeah, man. pay your salary. And you're not and you're not handling it right, and you treating us like we're ignorant, like we don't know no better. Listen, man. No, nobody. Somebody got to be at least charged for something. We'll somebody figure the rest out later. Accountable. Yes, yeah. accountable. And like I said, you know, just to end my. I don't know. There's anything that you can do to an individual, especially an individual that's you know a part of a law enforcement agency. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that that feels like a hate crime to me. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like it's like it's some hatred there, and it's like that's, that's that goes beyond. Yeah, and, it, and, your, and, your, and it's your crazy, duty. right? And and man, listen, you know, I, I study, I read, I look a lot, and when I look at the civil rights movements and everything that was going on in the civil rights, and I look at this picture that's going on the first, it's the same thing. Same thing. It's the absolute. Same thing. It might be a little bit worse, man. Yes, absolutely. Because we're in 2014 right now. Yes. So my thing is, all hands on deck, everybody that's supposed to be a leader should be there right now. I I had the opportunity of speaking with Farrakhan. He hit me up. We talked about it for about an hour. And just, you know, his whole point of view was just, you know, crazy to me because this is what I was thinking as well. But it's just like, this is serious. This is not nothing that's going to, they're not going to let up. Yeah, we in the fourth quarter, yeah. and we down by some points. Yeah, they're not going to let up, man. Right. And I just feel like, you know, I get it. I, I watch news all the time, CNN, see them spending billions of dollars to go over here and, you know, blow up things that got nothing to do with us. You know, these people fighting over religion. We got to respect that. You know what I mean? Christian, Muslim, whatever. But you're talking about a kid that was walking down the street that was gunned down in his neighborhood. His neighborhood, not committing a crime at the time. They graduated from high school and wanted to go to college. So all his dreams were taken away. Everything. Everything he could have been, everything he should have been. And his family's dreams. Yeah, but it's but but at the same time it's just it's just so crazy that, you know, they think that these people are wrong for protesting. It's like, what y'all want us to do? Just lay down? Just give up? No, man, like it, it has to be some type of justice. 
somehow. It, it just can't. We can't walk away from this. And I wouldn't even advise them to. But the only thing I would tell them is just don't hurt our own and don't tear down our communities because I don't think that's what Michael wanted. You know what I mean? And and at the end of the day, I, I do really feel we will get justice. But And this is me speaking just personally. I would say to Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, anybody else, you don't want this to get out of hand. So we we need to deal with this like now, today, and, and get this right before is some another situation in Chicago, then it spreads to Indianapolis, and now it's in D.C., and now this whole world is in turmoil because we can't trust our law enforcement agencies, and we really got a real war going on. You know, you don't want these kids breaking into pawn shops and stealing, you know, firearms, and it becomes real. I've been in that. Like, I know how it go when, when we really feel like our back against the wall and we got to fight. And I feel it's 2014. We shouldn't be going through a whole civil rights movement again because it ain't our fault. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you killed a child. Let's, 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 let's deal with that now. Right. You know, you want to put the man on CNN and say he stole some Swiss sweets? Okay, cool. Let's do it. Shoplifting, murder. Two it, different don't, it, it don't add up. It don't add up. It don't add up. <laughs> you know, you, Jeezy, man, you've been talking a lot about leadership, man. Yeah. And, and, and the thing I've been wrestling with, me as, as a grown man, as, as, as a father of four, as a as a you know tax paying citizen already, but, me but, too. but also as a rap fan, no question. You know the the shit that I grapple with right now is you know the thing that moves us, particularly our people. The thing that moves us is the rhythm, is the beat, is the spoken no word. Question. No question. No So 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 I look at somebody like yourself. You're talking about leadership, and you 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 one of the main architects behind trap music. Yeah. But and 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 you know you I mean you we we all know. Like we be in a club, we good, we got some drinks in us, and then that 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 murderous record come on. Yeah. And then you looking at somebody like nigga, what the fuck are you looking at me? <laughs> yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? And and I read somewhere that you said that 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 right now, man, trap music kind of embarrasses you. No, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it. I, I wouldn't say it embarrasses me. Right. I just said that you know when people sit back from afar, they don't understand the culture of it. Right. And I will say this, like, you know, it's two different things. Like, and the reason why I'm so strong on the Michael Brown thing is, like, I, I love kids. I love the youth. And I understand that. But then I also understand what it's like to be an adult in a world that's, you know, just recovering from, not even fully recovering from a recession. So you got thirsty cats when you're out here. And if you're going to be out here and you're going to be moving around these streets, you got to know what's up. Because if you don't know what's up, you know, when that murderer's record come on, you got to see who really the murderers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because right. you got to know what you're dealing with because, you know, you become a target. You know what I mean? Like, people are thirsty out there in the streets. People want to eat. They're hungry. They want it. And sometimes it might feel like you got it. And if you if if you, if you, if you blind to the fact, <laughs> you can end up in the blender. You know what I'm saying? And nobody cares. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it's, it's like grown man business. It's like you're going to be moving around these cities. It's like, and I, and I told you, like, you know, hey, man, the most, you know, the, the, the most, you know, um, captivating and, 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 and cultivating, like, they're, they're cool because they got the power. Like, it ain't the loud guy in the club. It's never him. <laughs> he just want attention. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he just wants somebody to look his way. He not the shooter. It's the cat, it's the cat who's sitting back quiet. He don't right. even be the shooter. He going to just get that look. You know what I mean? Because it's like you got to look at it for what it's worth. It's just like, you know, even Malcolm X, you know, was you know had a criminal past. 
And that's what made him great as a leader because he understood what it was to be a criminal and understood what it was to stand for something at the same time. So he already knew the tricks of the trade. So you, he can go talk to somebody who would normally be on some, you know, just some criminal shit and make him see, nah, man, that ain't the way. And I think that that's my gift is like, I've been through that. I've seen my homeboys murder. Like, you know, a, a rapper can sit here and tell you how real they are. But man, if I even went down to listen, tell you how many funerals that I paid for personally mm. myself and attended and I paid for and went there and went through the whole thing with the family. Like, you know, God bless the day I lost my, my, um, my, my, my little bro, bro, Kev, my partner, Westside Chris, brother, like all us, like brothers. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and he called me and I'm at the club and he's like, yo, man. You know, nigga just shot my brother. I'm like, yo, I was just with him. He just came to the studio. I leave the club, fly to the hospital, get in the hospital, finally get there. Whole club follow me to the hospital, by the way. Hmm. Get in the room, you know, with him and his mama. They pull me in the side room. The doctor walks in. It's me, my homie, and then his mother. The doctor walks in and said, well, the nurse or whatever said, well, man, we're sorry to tell you. Your son is deceased. And shut the door. Boom. And yeah. I was in there to deal with it. It's like, I've I been through that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I can, the list goes on. I could tell you thousands of things that happened to me like that. So I feel it and I know. And it's just like, that's why I feel like I have to be a real leader at this point because it's just like, if you tell, like, it, it, the ignorance just has to stop at some point. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't continue to just do ignorant things. I understand if, you in somewhere and somebody put you in harm's way. That's and if you really listen to what I say in my music and how I talk, you know, I'm I'm I mean everybody know me like that. Like if you know if you in ATL, you know me, I'm gonna keep that thing because I know it's out there, but I I ain't I ain't on the offense, I'm on the defense. Right, you're not mm. the loud cat like yeah, rah, 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 I'm rah, on the defense. Right, right, right. Things like, don't change. Yeah, I'm if I'm out with my son and we at the mall, like I don't wanna run into somebody who feel like they wanna get a stripe off me and I got my child right here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm not you know, I'm, I'm a, you know, it's more so like, no, nah, I'm ready, cause I know what's up. So it's like, there's nothing wrong with being ready. And man, it's just like being a grown man and 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 living on a ranch in Texas and having your shotgun by your bed when you go to sleep being at night. Prepared, if man. somebody breaking your house and they threaten your family, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. So it ain't me running around like I'm running around pressing nobody. My music has never been about that. It's always listen to me. It's always yeah, I got that thing. I'm letting you know. I got to put it in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause I just, you know, it ain't like I'm 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 um glorifying violence. It's like, you know, man, I know how it is out here for real. And I still move around like that. So it ain't like I ain't Jay Z status yet. You know what I mean? Right. That's my dog. So right. it's like it's different for me. Like I gotta move around and I gotta deal with real people every day and it's just like I just know everybody ain't for me. Right. And everybody ain't, you know, there's a lot of ulterior motives out there and people that want stripes. Oh, you think you real, we're gonna see what's up. So it's just like, I'm not going to never tell no man not to defend himself, but all the stuff that I ever seen that was ignorant, I just can't agree with it because it's just like, once you take somebody's life, you know what I'm saying, for can't, nothing. You can't, can't get that you back. You can't get it back. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like, you know, just all the situations I've been in when somebody has either, you know, been killed or murdered, it's just like, you just can't believe it. You know, I, DJ Nando, you know what I'm saying? That's all the talks that me and Nando had, he always was on my head about, man, you're going to keep around. These niggas going to kill you. And to see him go before me, like, mm. it almost, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 it took a took a piece out of my heart because that was like, Nando, that's my guy. Like, who would want to kill Nando? You know, and then you fast forward. I mean, you rewind and you go to Shakir Stewart. Like, there's somebody that was very 
instrumental in my yeah, career. Man. I looked at him like a hero, you know what I mean? And it's just like, what was he going through to make him do that that he couldn't call me and talk to me about? And, you know, I remember being on the show and on the road when I got the call. I was going to Jacksonville to do a show me and T.I. And my man called me. He's like, yo, man, where you at? And he told me the whole thing. I'm just like, there's no way. I just got on the phone with him. But it's like when you see these things and, you know what I mean, you go through that, it just, you know, it it, 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 it puts a burden on you, man, because it's just like, damn, what could I have done? or What you know, what didn't I do? Yeah. And man, what was the last conversation you had with Shakir? Because that's one of the questions I have for you later. Oh, uh, man. Um, I mean, Shakir was, man, you know, the last question I had with Shakir, he was popping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the dude Shakir. was always happy. Yeah. The Shakir I knew. Yeah, it was always happy. Had a lot of energy. Yeah. Was a driver. He was a hustler. I mean, yeah. my story with Shakir was, was you know, I when, I when I was in the music industry and, and my law firm was popping, Shakir was always calling me. Like, no he, was a, he was on the come up. Yeah, right. So he used to call me all the time, and because I was, you know how it is when you're busy and you can't pick up everything. So he was the dude that I wasn't be able, wasn't able to pick up on. Mm. And finally, when I locked in with him, I was like, "Yo, this kid got a lot of promise." Yeah. And then I seen him just blow, man. What, what was the last conversation you had with Shakira? I mean, it was good conversation. We was talking about music, you know, just plans, and you know, just me, just you know, just being a bigger star and just you know, really doing things different. Like you know, Shakira was the type of cat, you know, he just. He always just, you know, had, you know, positive things to say. And it just like, you know, it, it was weird because it was just like I kind of felt like he was in a, a funny place. But, you know, we as men, we don't get into that. Right. And it's just like. um. So you kind of felt he was in a funny place? Or not, not even like life stuff, but right. just like, you know, he was just doing a lot of things different. Than what the secure I knew, right? You know what I mean? It like, just, like, like what? Without getting into it, I'm just moving different. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Just moving different. Just hanging out more. Just being in places that he wouldn't normally be. In. Right, right, right. And you know, but you know, I, I assumed that it just came with him. You know, trying to find new talent to do what he do. But you know what I'm saying? But like when these things happen, like these are people that are you know milestones in your life, and it's just like to see these things happen. It's just like you know, and every year you got to just stay strong and keep pushing through. But it's just like. I don't think a lot of cats had to actually deal with that because he's like, you know, when you come from where I come from, you know what I'm saying, you know, you deal with that. But then when you get in the industry, you feel like that, that's it's supposed to be better. Right. And then when these things start happening in the industry, you're like, man, like what the, like, what the fuck, you know what I mean? So it's just like, and there's not a lot of people that you can really talk to about what went on in the streets and what, what's going on in the industry. And it's like when me and Hov talk, we kind of kind of relate on that because he kind of know a lot about you know a lot of what I was dealing with in the street but then you know we can sit down and have a conversation about you know Shakir like you know and that, I know that was his man too so I know that had to weigh heavy on him but it's just like when you start going through things like that and you know you know I even said something about it in one of the records on the album um the win is a win and, because I just felt like I had to you know what I mean I just feel like damn like you know like I, I, I swear I've seen the same shit happen to Shake like I've seen it mm. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I, I think with that being said, it's like how you can even talk about seeing it all. You know what I mean? Because these things don't happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like this ain't what's supposed to happen in this right. industry. It's not like not when this, you when you made it, yeah. like when you quote unquote made it. Yeah, it's supposed to be all good. Right, right. It's supposed to be Maybacks and Lamborghinis all day. You know what I mean? Living. Curtains. Yeah, curtains, but it's not yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, I'll, tell, I'll tell you one thing. You know, when you speak about like with Jay, you know, and I know a lot of these situations that you've been in, you know, I feel like made you 
to the man you are today. No question. Like no you're question. a success story. No question. I mean, one thing I, I value is somebody who's been in the street, who's been through the struggle, and now has made it. But not only that, you also, you know, like like looking to help others and, no and, and teach others, especially like you know what you're doing is you're inspiring others. Stuff like with with, with the whole Pimp C shit or, yeah. or, or, or Rick Ross, like yeah. like 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 how did those things like come about? Where you you now you're showing people. To just move on from shit like you know, because this is big shit you're doing. Yeah, for people even in the, like the street to even of see. Of course, I mean you know the whole the whole pimp C thing was, you know we love pimp. You know what I'm saying we always gonna love pimp. I just think when he went away and he came home, like you know it just he expected a, a different type of love, and it was like younger cats like me on and stuff like that. And you know we talked, we chopped it up all the time. You know Bun B's my dude, love him to death. And um, Bun B's a great yeah, guy, great hell dude, of a dude, man. man. Yeah, good dude. I just think with pimpers, and I hate to say it because, you know, when I do speak on it, but I just know, you know, my man 515 contested that. Like, you know, before he passed, he reached out, and he was just like, yo, man, listen, I, you know, I was tripping. It wasn't even really like that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, come on, man, you my guy. You my you my little bro. And, you know, and a couple of weeks later, he died. So it was just <laughs> like, you know, you, just, you see these things happen, you're like, damn. He gave you that peace. Yeah, but, I mean, and it wasn't really for me to explain to the world because I feel like that was, you know, me, mine and his business. But the fact that he did reach out because if he passed and he didn't reach out, I, I don't think, I don't know what my heart would have been with that situation because I would have right. felt like it was some shit I could have fixed. And who knows that was going to happen. Um, I mean, when you speak on the situation with me and Ross, I don't ever think it was a situation to begin with. I just think, you know, when, when you in this game, people are always going to, you know, it's like Pacquiao and Mayweather. Like, you know, he's, he's always going to be the yin and the yang. And I just think, you know, with us, you know, it, it was always like, oh, well, are they the same person? Are they different? And it's like by the time the media, the, the mediators and the instigators and the media got involved, it was something. You're already facing <laughs> each other. Yeah, it was something that we both didn't understand. Right. And my whole thing on it was, like, I'm a real one. Like, if 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 if, if, if it's a problem, it's, it's just a problem. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I never went to Miami and felt like I needed, you know, a hundred people to go down there. I went did parties, clubs, everything. You know what I mean? Like they'd be in the studio recording. They, it wasn't like that. So when we finally just sat down and had a real conversation, I was like, you know, and he was like, man, we grown. Fuck, you know what I mean? Like we we grown men. It's just like, and we got a lot of money, I mean, and we got a lot of success. And, and by the way, that was brought to the fact. To the fact, and, and and that was brought in the conversation with some people that happened to be there, and um, I made it very clear. I made it very clear on the spot. No, listen, I'm not doing this for no money, or nothing. I'm doing this for the culture and the people, man. You know what I'm saying? Like this ain't got no dollar amount on it. And if you ask him, he gonna tell you the same thing. I sat right there in the room, and you know some people that was happened to be in the room when everything was being worked out. I was like, oh yeah, you know. I was like, nah, man. This ain't got nothing to do with no money. Man. We're not going to negotiate. We're nah, not nah, going to position it. No, nah, not like that. But right. meaning like, you know, people just looking at what can happen now. Right, you know, right, 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 right. Make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 man. This is for the culture. This is for the people. I'm a grown ass man. You know what I mean? I'm putting a lot of things behind me so I can move forward. Right. You know what I mean? And he, he, he was the same way. And even just with the records that came out, that's what it's supposed to be about, man. Like making great records and great music and motivating these people. It's just like, you know, we don't get in these positions to be what we in to be, you know, beef. And I, I think the word beef is corny, you know. 
I, I mean, I, I think it's corny. Like nobody it's, in prison, it's, it's played nobody out. in prison got beef. They got pro- they got probably gonna get on your ass right then. And there. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> Make you op- open five hundred. Please get me out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't no beef. Yeah, it's yeah, like you yeah, got a problem, yeah, yeah. bro. Oh, man, what's up? I, I got your t- hand game. Like you know I got to tell you though, man. I was really happy, man, when when y'all was when y'all resolved that because, you know, like I said, man, your album is one of the few albums that I that I'm anticipating from a major no label. Question. And the last album that I really enjoyed from a major label was was Mastermind. And, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and right. I got to tell you, man, like that record was really one of the the, the War Ready. War Ready yeah. is, is one of my favorite. I think it was dope, but you know, just how you know, you know, we just done it, man. I just you know, at the end of the day, man, you know, I I can't speak you know for nobody else, but I I just remember hearing Pac make records about Big after he was passed, and just like he didn't want to see that happen and right. all that, and I just was like, damn, you know, like. You know, you know, you know, you you can let you know egos and you know just all that shit get in between. But like a real boss gonna come to the table and chop it up. Cause cause you never know how far this shit's gonna go. You never know, man. Yeah, man. And you never know, you know, just the power, uh, 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 just you know, just the power of just having powers and putting things together and making like you know just you think about the record, beautiful. Like the world would have never heard that if. You know, we just stayed on ignorance. And the the, the record "Beautiful" is on on on, on oh my, scene at all. Yeah, with with, with featuring the game and, and, Ross, and Rick Ross, yeah. man. And the, and the record is beautiful. Right. We, we would have never got to that. Yeah, I think it's a beautiful thing. You know, I know it's a lot. You know, it's always going to be cats that don't like it. But hey, listen, man, what I've learned out of all this, man, is you don't get in grown folk business. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Stay me, out of it. Let me and this man deal with. Yeah, we yeah, we yeah. cool. Yeah. You know what I mean, don't get in grown folk business. Yeah. Like, can't be worrying about what other people got going on. That is, that's not gangster. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, listen, man, let's go to a quick break. I'm right, so. um, internet. You tune into the Combat Jack Show, the CombatJackShow.com, man. We got Jeezy in the building, man. And, and, and trust me when, when we tell you, man, he's seen it all. Cheer. Yeah. Be right back. Internet, we need your support. Head on over to iTunes and search for the Combat Jack Show. There's tons of episodes there for you to check and listen to on the road, in your room, wherever you're at. But. We need you to subscribe. We need you to comment. We need you to rate. And we need you to tell a friend to tell a friend. Thank you, Intense. Don't be a fucky bird. Combat Jack Show. Hey, yo, Internet, you're tuning into the Combat Jack Show, the combatjackshow.com, G- man. We got Jeezy in the building. Yo, Mr. Jeezy, man, when did you officially get rid of the young? Man, when I, you know, when I grew up, man, <laughs> that's, a whole part, that's a whole part of seeing it all. I just felt like, you know, Young was, Young was the cat, you know, Young was the cat that was, you know, on the block just striving to, you know, get here. And it's just like, Jeezy is the guy that's going to take it from here to, you know, to the next level. It's just like, you know, my whole, I'm a different dude, man. My whole mind state is just different. The way I look at life and the way I look at opportunities and the way I look at, you know, just empowering the people around me, like I, you know, that's just what I'm on. I just feel like, you know, it don't ever have to stop if you do the right things and you put the right people in positions of power. And it's just like, you know, at first, I wasn't really thinking like that because I was, you know, I was thinking, you know, just street. You know what I mean? Well, you came from a hard place, man. Yeah, but it, it's, it's like, but I'm here now, so you know, you're gonna keep continuing to. You, you always put that in the back of your mind to let you know where you don't want to end up back at. Right. No you know doubt. what I'm saying? For you, like your, your back brace, but then you gotta look. You know, you gotta, you gotta grab, you gotta grab, you gotta grab the grass, man, to reach for the stars, man. You know what I mean? And I just feel like, you know, I'm in that place. Like I want to be, I want to be, you know, so great that, you know, that. 
when you look at my legacy and just just look at me and the things that I've done, you know, is it, it, is the impact of a leader, and not a not an artist, not right. a recording artist, not a rapper, not an MC. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to even be put in that category because I feel like I'm better than that. I'm greater than that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like I understand people have real talent. You know, when it comes to you know getting the recording booth, but it's like I take my pride in the things that I do outside of the booth. Like right. you might have somebody who's great on the court and great off the court, and that's that's where I'm at with it. I want to be great on the court and great off the court. You know. Now, when when I say you had some some, you came from a rough place, man. I I, I just watched your documentary, man. Yeah, and, yeah, which yeah. was a great. Shout out to Samuel Jackson. For yeah, how, how'd you get Sam Jackson to, to narrate that? Oh man, listen, that's Jesus. Samuel Jackson, the realest cat in it. Yeah, I called him. I said, "Yo, Sam, I really want you to, man. Jesus, I love Trapper Die. I do it. It's so well, crazy." He said that. He, <laughs> listen to me. He said that. <laughs> Not to mention that he said that he did it twice. And then, what do you mean he did it twice? Okay, so the first of all, let me say this. Shout out to Samuel. Yes, so real. I, I said, listen, man, I I want to do it, but this is what the label want to pay. Jeezy, I love Trapper Die. I don't want your money. I want to do it because I'm a fan, and I love your music. Uh, he did it um, in New York, and after we kicked it for a while and talked, it, he called me back. He's like, man, you know, I really feel like I know you better. Mm. I think I could do it better, and. I had the team fly out to Mexico where he was shooting a movie and he done the whole thing over again. That's crazy. Yeah, and it's just like, that's Samuel Jackson, man. Samuel Jackson, <laughs> you know yeah. And one of the realest dudes I ever met, but just to have him be a part of, you know, my legacy. And even when, I, you know, it's crazy because even when I watched that documentary, I just got to do with such a small, short span of my life. And it's just like that. And that was what was going on on the surface. Right. So you can imagine what was going on. Under the surface. Yeah. What was going on under the surface, man? man that was Mr. 17 and a half. Shit, man. Like real shit, dog. Just real shit, man. Just it's so real you wouldn't believe. Like I just sit back and listen to all these cats that rap and be like, man, tch, come on, man. You have no idea, man. Dude, one of the realest shits that you spoke about was you grew up in the trailer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I understand like no bigger than this room, no bigger than this recording booth we in, right? It's probably the whole trailer. That's a room right there, by the way. Which is somebody cr- would be sleeping in the booth. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And and then you know, you 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 get introduced to the streets. Yeah. And then you see your mom's yeah. in a crack house, B. Yeah. Like what's realer than that, man? I mean, you know, but you know, you know, just you know, that's my mom, but you know, pretty much everybody that was around and there was, you know, adults was that's what they was into. Right. And we was into hustling and it was just like it was you know, I hate to say it, but it was almost like a normal thing for your uncle to come, you know, holler at you when he get off work, you know what I mean? His little you know, whatever Friday job with his little sixty dollars. And you twelve, thirteen years old. Yeah, he won a deal. <laughs> he want a deal, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he your was, uncle, he was, yeah, he wants a deal from you. Yeah, he want a deal your, from you. From your product? No, uh, no, he want a hundred for sixty. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you know you mean? got sixteen. No, he got sixty. You know what I'm Did that feel normal to you, man? Absolutely, man. It's, it's like you know, I mean, you know, just coming up, man. You know, I don't really take pride in that right. no more, but. You just become numb to it, man. You just you, you think it's a way of life. Like you just think it's a revolving door. You know, you out there, and you you know, you trying to, you know, get this million dollar plan, and at the same time watching, you know, all your people fall and 
get 20 years, 10, 15 years here and, you know, catch you ain't seen in years. They just getting out and they institutionalize and it's just like a normal thing. And it's just like, you know, me though, I was just like, damn, like I got to. I gotta figure out a way to get out of this shit, cause like I don't, I don't think I look cool in jail. Like I don't, I don't think that's for me. Like I ain't the type of person that like to sit, you know, like that anyway. This is like my mind moved too fast. Right. And it's just like it just became so normal until I just was able, starting to get out of that by the music was, you know, enabling me to travel and talk to other people that weren't just in my neighborhood. Cause you know when you coming up. You got to think the average cat in Brooklyn think the world is as big as Brooklyn. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I was talking to Jay. What's the park up there? Um, Prospect Park. Or one of those parks. He was like, yo, G. He's like, man, I've been in New York all my life. I never, this is my first time ever going to this park. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's right. just like, you know, you just think, you know, when you're in those neighborhoods, you just, you just there and you think right, that's right. just life. That's it. Yeah. That's all yeah. to it. It's all to it. And it's just like when I started, you know, traveling moving around and just seeing how other people move and really just having conversations with different people. Like, I could be on the plane and talk to somebody that runs a Fortune 500 company, and they might not even know who I am, and they just sit there and have a whole conversation with me because they feel like they can relate. Because you're in first class? Yeah, of course. Of course <laughs> but it's just like, you know, and, and, and it's crazy because, you know, I would rather fly commercials so I can interact with, with the, people right. than fly, you know, uh, private. Right. I'm just like that, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm, like we doing some, I'm gonna be out. Like I ain't gonna be in the trailer. Like we, you know what I mean? we shoot a video, I'm gonna be walking around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Talking to people. That's just how I am. But it's just like for me to be able to sit down and talk to somebody like that on the plane that own probably one of the biggest software companies in the world and get it right off the plane and go pick up my homeboy from the west side who just got out of prison and take him out to get something to eat in the same that's breath. The, that's <laughs> the, best, that's the best of both worlds. Yeah, man. you know what I'm saying. So I think that's what you know just makes me different and it's just like I said like I came from a humble beginning like I came from you know sleeping in you know a trailer that it w- was all worth you know thirty five, thirty seven hundred dollars all together like you know you wouldn't believe you know what I mean and we made it home you know what I'm saying and and, and we loved it and it was home at the time that was you yeah. didn't even know yeah it was home right. it was home and it was just like you know it, it's just like we just were striving for more but it also made me um, you know just just get it. You just become determined that I had to do more and, and 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 be better for my family. And when I bought my mom her first real house, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't no other feeling like it because it was just like it's hers and she's happy, she's comfortable, and it's a real home. And she got things that she want in there, but that just let me know where I was at in my life because not only was I able to actually go out and get it, yeah, I was able to go out and get it in her in my name, like. Because my credit is good now. I think one of the best <laughs> stories you told, man, is when you went from the streets to started to starting to make real money. Yeah. You used to run away from a check, man, because you didn't know how to cash a check. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, checks, <laughs> checks are good. Checks are good now, though. Yeah. But um, no, nah, man. Bring you know, more just, of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> but just, you know, just coming from the street, man, you just want to see cash. Right. Like, you know, you just want to know what's there. And I think a lot of times that, you know, that I, I kind of put checks in the um in the same court category I would put credit in. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody come something get you, you and want have. you to front them something. You're like, hold up, man, where the money at? Nah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no what, 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 Yeah, like where's, where's the money? You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, we get excited when we see money. You know what I'm saying? Like we see see it. It makes us feel like, you know, we're successful. Like even these young cats that are coming up today, like we talked about earlier, just – I love seeing them doing their thing from, you know, Rich Homie Quan to, 
Young Thug to the Amigos, the August Alstine. Like, if you listen to their records, they, they, their records are about being successful. Right. Like, the lifestyle records about being successful. The Handsome and Wealthy records about being successful. The uh, If I Get Home Tonight records about being successful. Like, uh, you know, uh, the walkthrough records about being successful. And it's like, when you sit back and you, you know, uh, the YG record is, is about being successful. So when you sit back and see it, it's just like, they're, 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 Putting success, you know, first because right. that's that's the thing. But you know, everybody has different levels of success. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's a great start for them to feel like they coming out the box and they talking about lifestyles. Like we weren't talking about that at the age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like just so just to see how advanced they are, and, and, and that's what I love to see. And it's just like, you know, that's what I'm about. I'm about people being successful and and, and living out their dreams. No matter what you know situation they come from, and and that was my whole thing. It's just like I never really sat down and just took in all my success. But you know the people that's around me, my mother, my people that I love. Like I just love to see them happy, and me not have to do nothing crazy to get them happy right. because I know people that are doing you know twenty thirty years right now in federal sure, penitentiary sure do for them. a deceased you know right now trying to live the lifestyle that I'm living. And, and it is everything I love. Like I said, every time I'm on stage, I mean, if I'm in Detroit, I'm going to tell Detroit, man, thank y'all for helping my dreams come to. Because without y'all, it, it wouldn't be no me. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? How's your relationship with your moms right now? Because cause y'all went through it, man. She she pulled the gat out on you, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. My moms what? ain't no joke, man. Like, she, she 100. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why'd she pull the gat out on you, this man? This before made, you bought the house? Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is when it's in the trailer, right? Yeah, it's trailer. Okay. I mean, it was you know because I was wilding, man. Right. You know, I was you know smelling myself, man, getting a little money, and feeling like I was the man of the house, and I could say and do what I want, and go to school when I want to, and it just you know she just, <laughs> just kind of let me know, like right. you know what I mean. Which I was one one of you know when that actually happened, I had to go live with my grandmother. Did you think she was gonna pull the pull the shit on? Oh you? hell yeah, <laughs> Mama G. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Mama real one. She ain't doing no plan. You know what I'm saying? But you know, at the same time, it's just like you know, sometimes young adults we need that to get right. checked. You know, what right, I mean? right. Where, where you, you were, where somebody else will report it? You know, it's child abuse. In my mind, I'm like, hell no, I'm gonna get home at twelve thirty tonight. She ain't playing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? That 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 type of shit made us into the people we yeah, are today. Right. Now yeah, you right. know they want to call the cops on you. Yeah. You put your touch your kid. You, know, you look at them wrong. I got three sons. Yeah, I got a seventeen year old, a sixteen year old, and a twelve year old. So. <laughs> About a month ago, my 17-year-old was supposed to wash the dishes, but he went out of town. So the 16-year-old was stuck with the dishes. So it's like, you got to wash the dishes. And he looked at me, 16-year-old, he taller than me. And he was like, no, you wash them yourself. <laughs> next thing I know, man, I was trying to soften his ribs, my dude. Like, I was in them ribs, right? Yeah. Like, I was in them ribs because I was like, there's no way I'm going to have another man yeah. in my house talk to me like that yeah it happens, especially when i'm busting my ass and you know they they kids they they taller than us they their voice might start changing but they still kids and we right. provided for them so when i heard your situation i was like yo yeah. fuck y'all because like y'all everybody <laughs> want to point the finger but particularly as a black man yeah we're not gonna have our seeds talk as crazy. taller than us yeah I mean, I don't want to get into that, but I just want to. No, I just man. want to acknowledge with you, man. Like oh, being no. a, a responsible yeah. father 
it's some real shit in 2014 as a black man, man. Yeah, I think I think me and my son just in a, it's such a great rhythm and a great place right now. And it's I'm happy like, for you, man. Yeah, I just, I just think even the, the 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 shock of you know how it you know that came out. I think it shocked him. Did you go for the ribs, man? Nah, I, re- I didn't even get to that. <laughs> That's the crazy <laughs> thing, you know. I really just did a lot of you know shouting. But I think what you know probably scared him the most is like I never scolded my son ever. Mm. So I just think, you know, when we got to that point, it just was surprising that Pop was, wasn't going for that. And I just think, you know, even with, you know, now how we kick, I think he's a totally different kid because I think, you know, after the the whole backlash of what, you know, what was supposedly happening, how it went down, you know, he probably thought it was on a scale where it was just going to be some things that the family heard about. And it was just like, you know, because that's how that normally happens. Right, right. It's normally normal neighborhood stuff. But when the world wanted to speak on it, he like, oh, man, y'all talking about my dad. He never do nothing to me. My dad loved me. Like, but you can't go out and change all these people's minds. So I just think that made him a better kid because now he understands what scale is on. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, and how the eyes are on him yeah. and how he represents you yeah. and you represent him. I tell him that all the time. It's like, yeah. yo, man, listen, you know, you get anything you want in the world, man. You just got to go to school. And, and, and after school, you got to know what you want to do next. And after that, you got to know what you want to do next. You're going to be 21 one day. And, you know. I'm going to always care, but I ain't going to be able to be there for you like that. Right. You know, because you're an adult. You know what I'm saying? And and one day you'll have a family, too. And one day you'll have a child that you got to raise. And you have the responsibility. But just know that everything I've ever done and everything that I ever did was for you not to have to do it. And everything that I've ever went through, I don't ever want you to go through. He wanted to rap. I'm like, there's, I, I asked him, uh, are you willing to lay down right now and die about what you believe in? No, Daddy. Okay, then. Cool. Because right now, I live right here, man. For you and everything I believe in, right now, this minute, I live my life. I'm done with it. It's cool. You know, so that's how I feel. If you ain't going to be out here and you ain't going to move and think how Malcolm X did and ready to die for his call, then you don't need to be in that position. Yeah, yeah. Because at one point, it's going to come to that day where you're going to have to really stand up. And if you ain't really ready to stand up, then that ain't going to be your calling. So now he's doing clothing. Put <laughs> <laughs> out his old clothing line. You know, a, a, another thing I, I applaud you on, man, is I didn't know about the obstacles you had to go through, man, with regard to health, man. Yeah. You know, yeah, that, that, that's, real, some, that's yeah. some real crazy shit, man. You went through yeah. Bell's palsy. What is that, man? Um, I mean, just not taking care of myself, man, at the time. And then, you know, I, um, right after that, I... Um, I messed up my vocal cords. Yeah, polyps like that. The- yeah, I messed up my vo- vocal cords. You couldn't cord. speak, man. Couldn't speak for like six, seven months. So people was asking where I was at. I was really on my, you know, on my bed, just, just trying to figure it out because I couldn't talk anymore. So it was rough, and then I had to go get surgery, and I ain't had no insurance. So and then this is, and then and then the, the fucking beef with, with yeah, with, like <laughs> like how does that shit not force you to be like, yo, fuck it, I'm done, b. Nah, man, I, I stand for too much, man. Right. I just wanted, I, you know, I. I'm a winner, man. I just always believe in fighting back and and never letting up. And it's fighter, like, man. But, but you know, I gotta ask you, man. I think you know what I'm saying when, when somebody's born in a situation like yours, yeah, and they don't have a an example, right, or somebody showing them that there's something on the other side. No question. Nine out of ten, that's all they see. Yeah. What did you see that made you change your life, man? I just believed that I, I, I just always. Envision the other side. You know what I'm saying? But where did that come from? Because you can't just create some shit you don't know. Yeah, but it just came from knowing that this just can't be it. Uh. And I just, even with my homeboys, you know, I talk to them all the time. Like, we get on the phone, it's just like, yo, man, listen, you know, we got to figure this out so we can do that. If you ever sit down and you ever around me for 
a period of 45 minutes, I'm going to be brainstorming the whole while. I'll be throwing stuff at you. like, Because I always just knew that it was another side. Just like I knew that, you know, the music can work at some point if it was done right. And it was like, I remember all my homeboys coming to the studio, new Ferraris, new Lamborghini. I'm like, oh, you bought another one? You know what I mean? It's just like, and at the time, I wasn't really spending my money on cars. I was putting my money in the music. Yeah. And everybody was just like, Man, we at the studio again. All right, I'm gonna come through, man. You know, laughing. It was, <laughs> right, it was, it was the joke. You wasn't supposed to be a rapper. Yeah, but you it was supposed to be a label owner. Yeah, so I'll be in the studio and everybody come through laughing. They coming from the club, you know, tipsy, <laughs> and you know, oh, he's rapping again. He's trying to rap, right? And um, do saying cats call me now when they, you know, when they down, like man, I'm just happy to see you know you just stuck with it and you believed in you, but it was just you know I had, I had to figure out a way to feed my family, man. I had to feed my know my mother and, and and my son and just being a new father and all that but more importantly than that I had to position myself to be you know what I wanted to become you know what I'm saying I wanted to become a leader I wanted to be the spokesperson for you know the struggle and it was like you know I, I felt like there was nobody else that really understood you know the struggle and it's like that's what I kept striving for like I just got to figure that out that's what the whole trap or die thing was it was like you know, if you ain't going to be out here and you ain't going to be trying to make no moves, you might as well give it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just like, that's where that came from. And then the whole thug motivation, it was just like, okay, they listening now. Let me talk to them. And then there was the inspiration. And then it was the recession. You know what I'm saying? And you saw that recession coming, right? And then now we just seen it all. And yeah. it's like, I'm, I'm, and we, we seen, seen it all it with all. Ferguson <laughs> yeah. and, and, and everything else, man. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm just at that, at, that, at that space, like, you know, you know, I, I I gotta I gotta I gotta be vocal about what I do, and I gotta stand on, you know, what I believe in because I feel like this is my time. Like yes. I feel like, I feel like you know, and it's crazy, man. It's all the things that I've been through, and all the things that I saw, and all the people I saw fall to the wayside. You know, when I wake up in the morning, what what really keeps me motivated? I feel like I'm the chosen one. Like I, I really feel that way. Like I just see how the way people relate to me and talk to me when they see me out. You know, it could be young, old. You know, white, black, you know what I mean, Asian. It's just, Jeezy, oh, man. You know, it ain't like, oh, it goes, you know what I mean? It's just like, hey, man, it's all I do. Yo, Jeezy, man, I need some motivation, man. Yeah. I, I, I've been a chubby kid for a long time, man. And okay. when, when you came out, man, you was, you was pretty yeah, chubby yeah, yourself, yeah, man. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm looking at you right now. You got on some slim pants, <laughs> yeah. man. You you looking real Shirt lean, looking proper. <laughs> like, like, what's the motivation? Man? What, what, what you doing right now, man? Man, I'm just, you know, I mean, I, I, I still, you know, party hardy. <laughs> but, uh, 15 is, <laughs> 15. What, what you got to say? 15. I try to get 15. <laughs> I got 15 in the gym. He quit about a weekend. <laughs> Yo, word. He said, I can't do it no more, cuz. Um, I mean, it's just all in the way, you know, when, when I really started realizing that my body was my temple and I really needed my body to do what I do, like to get up early and new shows and tours and, you know what I mean? And and when I start really fi like figuring out that when you out in public, like people want you, you know, to look your best, like right. to be healthy yes. and look, you know, bright. And, and it's just like when I start figuring out all that, I just kind of, you know, kind of you know, put it in, you know, my routine. Like I would, you know, I would juice, you know what I'm saying? I would, you know, I'm be real, man. It was like, I, I went for years on end without even drinking water. It was like, mm, I was, years. Like, it was like Cristal was keeping my body going. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like Cristal and, you know, drinking and pissing eating. bubbly. Yeah. So it was just like, I was just wild. And he's like, you know, we go to club by a hundred bottles of champagne. It's like, you know, you just didn't know no better. And as, as, as time went on, I'm just like, man, you know, like I got to really get myself together. So right. 
I really just get start getting into the gym heavy because it, it, and, and by the way, it, it was a real stress relief because it was like, you know, I'm always with people, so it's like that was a time I could be by myself and you know listen to music and you know what I'm saying strategize and just you know work out. And it's like me, I'm always into doing something that you can see results in. Like I, I love that. So when I start seeing the results that I was getting in my, you know, my cho- my clothes changing, and just you know, people see me out like, man, you look good. What you been doing with yourself? No more big jeans. Yeah, man. and then you know, and, and plus, then you know, when I started going back on tour around that time, it was like, you know, they used to throw weed and money and. And all that stuff on the stage, but then when them panties, panties, panties started coming to the stage, I was like, "Oh, we on to something." <laughs> I tell you, that, that, that's one. That's one thing that I think is fucked we up. On, from, we on to something here. <laughs> that's one thing I think is fucked up from growing up in the street, man. That I, I personally hate. You, you know, we always worried about the fucking clothes and yeah. the sneakers and the cars and the rims and the pussy. Yeah, and we always forget. About fucking health, yeah. Man. Like, like, like. I haven't. I just went to the doctor uh, last week. I haven't gone in eight years. Yeah, it's crazy, man. You know, like I, I uh, you know. But meanwhile, the, I got every the, fucking the Jordan that released. You know, yeah. like he put the glove on you. Nah, nah I ain't making him do that <laughs> shit. Nah, nah. <laughs> Time to fall back. I, I had one of my partners, man, who actually had a heart attack. Man, I was just like, man, he was young. Damn, you know, he was thirty four, thirty five. So I'm just like, you know, and he just. You know, when you get to a certain age, man, it's like you want to be here. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You, and you want to be healthy. You want, and it's just like, you know, I just cut a lot of things out that didn't really, like, just make sense for me. And then, like, a lot of things that I was doing just because I was, you know, hanging around or being around. And I just had to realize, like, okay, they're going to drink all night. They ain't got shit to do. I got to yeah. get up in the morning. I got to go do this. I got to fly here. And it's like, you know, you just, you just want to be on your A game. And especially when it comes like I said, you know, being a leader and speaking, like, you have to be mindful right. and fresh when you talking, you know what I'm saying, for and, and with people because it's like if you tired and you train, you've been partying on, like, yeah, you can say anything. You can't motivate nobody. Damn right. You can't even motivate shit yourself. Raggedy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Looking like raggedy that. and shit, man. <laughs> Yo, a couple more questions, man. How, how was it working with Puff, man, when you was in the Boys in the Oh, uh, man, Puff was cool, man. I mean, um... I remember, I, I still remember Puff calling me. I was, um, he was trying to get me to do the Boys in the Hood um, album. And, you know, at the time, I was already popping. So I was like, yeah, man. We'll get. So I remember one day he was calling my phone. He was like, yo, just go to Kinko's, man. The contract, the Kinko's, I'm telling you. <laughs> I was like, yo, man, I'm walking to Magic City right now, Puff. I'm about to call you back. He's like, yo, Jesus, listen to me, man. Listen to me. Let's go to Kinko's. I'm going to send a copy of, uh, copy of the contract over there. And I was like, man, I'm gonna call you after Magic City, but I ain't never uh, hit him back on that. But we end up getting together. But no, nah, man, like one thing I, I gotta respect for Puff, man, because you know Puff's still on his shit, man. And he he always figured out, you know what I'm saying? And, and and he just one of them type of cats. Like he just excited about you know just music in general. You know what I'm saying? He was around, you know, just that whole Pac and Big era, and he's still here now. Yeah. And he's still moving around and doing what Puff do. I, I, I think Puff is, I mean, I He's I one on, of the best that ever did it. Yeah, I, I go on the record all, all yeah. the time and say, Puff, in, in my generation, our generation, yeah, he's one of the best that ever did it. As far as I've seen, he the best that ever did it. Yeah, and, and Puff ain't, ain't, you know, just, you know, as far as him being Puff, like, he ain't prideful, man. Puff will pick up the phone and call anybody. If Puff wants you to do something, he's going to call you. Yeah. And he's gonna pick up that phone when you call him. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. He's just like that. He's like, he can call Puff right now. What up? You know what I mean? He's just like this. And people like that. I always learn. Like even with my older cousins, like them with them, the, the cats that pick up a phone and call somebody right then and there, other 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 cats that really succeed because they gonna get things done. Yep. 
know what I'm saying? Like, you know, close mouths don't get fed type mm. shit. It's like, you know, they'll call right now. Who? Oh, I'm going to call them right now. You know what I mean? And when you start seeing people move like that, you already know what they own. Now, what's going to happen on uh, September 2nd, man? Greatness, man. Greatness, Seen man. Seen it all? I mean, it's it's crazy, man. I just, it, it's, it's crazy, man. I just can't wait today, you know, just hear you excited, huh? Yeah. Is the most excited you ever been behind a record? Or the- I don't know. I just I, I think I'm just more so excited because I just, you know, they've been loving the records that we put out, and they haven't even heard the entire album yet. And when you start, you know, just hearing the mumblings of people, like, okay, he's on. And it's just like, I really went in on this. So I just feel like it's the whole concept of saying, you know, you've seen it all, and people taking that great. And then, because that's, you know, that's what I always wanted to achieve, like big homie status in right. this industry. Right. And um, just the fact that, you know, um, the album is, you know, is, is is to my liking, man. Meaning, like, you know, certain things you do, you know, you like, yeah, I like three songs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and that's it. Like on TM103, I, I already knew what songs I liked before it came out. You know what I mean? But with this record, I love them all. Like, I just, I love them, like. I love Holy Ghost. You know what I mean? Like, I don't no really, more tears, B. Yeah, no tears. It's just like, I, 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 is it I, no I, more tears or no tears? No tears. No tears. I feel it. Um, One thing for sure is a Jeezy album. Sometimes it may take a little time. Yeah, but they are all, right. all official. That's what I tell them, man. I, me and um, me and Combat were talking about earlier. I was just like, man, that's why we love Sade. Mm-hmm. I almost take a, a while, but when she comes, she come correct. But she, she was she four or five albums deep right yeah, now. Yeah, but it's just like all of it is solid. And yeah. Her fan, her fans, her fans love what she do because she don't move on anybody else's time. She moves on emotion and how she feels, and I just feel like that's what makes her great. Like if she was trying to put out records like, you know, Rihanna, I, I, I'd be concerned. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they're two different people, right? And it's just like with, with, with Sade, it's just like she stay in Sade world and she come out and she tour. Like I say, she's like a unicorn. You see her, one, <laughs> see her once a year, you're like, oh, my God. Like she still looks the same. She's beautiful, Yo. but the music is there. Like, yes. you know, uh, 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 Smooth Operator, just all these different records. Like, they'll never get old because never. they're no so. Never Yeah, no ordinary love. Like, you know, they, they just put you in a mood when you listen to them because you're like, damn, like she wrote this. You know, the words, every time you hear them, it makes you ex- more excited than the first time you heard it. So I just feel like, you know, with, with, with Jeezy, that's just, you know, how I go about it. And like, I always was told, you know, quality over quantity. Mm. You know what I'm saying? In any situation, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, <laughs> I, I was always taught that, you know, it, it's better to have quality over know, product. Yeah. You know what I mean? My uncle used to tell me, like, you know, um, get them cats around the corner. You know, they working, but they got that, you know what I mean? But They got that wick wack. Yeah, but. People but, stepped but, on it? Yeah, but get that right thing and watch how the, you know, everybody yeah, line up around the corner. Watch how the crowd moves. Yeah. How were you getting for 17 and a half, man? man it's, like, a long what, what, it's a long story. I got to definitely tell you off there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already playing with that. Yeah. But I will say this. I want to do say this. When you said achieve big homie status. Yeah. You know, for years following your career. And I'm talking about maybe five years ago. I could see that. Like ever since I feel like you stepped in the game, the the charisma that you came with is big homie stats for yeah. a lot of you. I remember like in oh nine, uh I was dealing with Drake. This yeah. is before he was really like popped off and I he used to deal with me with sneakers and stuff. And um I had these um I had a couple of joints for him that he used to get from me and like there was these black all black Griffey Max ones. And uh he was like 
Yo, he was with the kid Oliver, and he was like, "Yo, Jeezy was wearing these the other night, or black murdered the shit." He's like, "I need those. Jeezy don't fuck with nothing that's unofficial." But when he said that, of him being so like young, and when I when I when I think back, like you know, like this is even before he got on Flex and did the freestyle, yeah, like, yeah. And, and 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 his. I, I mean, I'm a people person, man. I've yeah, been right. away. You know yeah, what right. I mean? I could tell, you know. Yeah, right. Just his whole, like, the way he was came off was like, he, he meant every word of that, man. Yeah, right. And that's five years ago, somebody talking like, you know, like, just your movement inspired them. Oh, shit. And oh, now shit. look at him, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was with him the other day in Canada, man. We just, we just chopping it up. We telling about the tour with him and Wayne and the apps and all that shit. I was just like, yo, this is crazy. But, you know, it's just good to see that, man. But it's just like, you know, with me, you know, I just when I say big homie, I just I mean even outside of music. I mean, yeah, yeah. When, when something happens, you know, call me I'm there. You know what I mean? Like type shit. Like um, you know, even the stuff that's going on right now, in Ferguson. Like I just feel like you know I understand that more than anybody that could mm. probably go down there and you know try to participate and, and, and lend a hand. You know what I mean? Because it's just like I'm coming from a real people's place. I'm like you know I'm the people's champ, the city's hero, like type shit. So it's like I I really. Get it? Like I ain't going down there. And you're for not talking shit. You really, <laughs> yeah, you really mean I, that, man. I ain't going down there for the photo op. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going down there for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Yo, listen, man. Listen, Jeezy, man. I, I'm so honored that you came through, man. No question. And, and and you know what, man? It's an honor. My and, name. And, and 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 I believe in you, man. Like I sure. like I said, I you you you. I love your music, man, and, and you coming here and the way you talking right now, man, I really want you to win, and I also believe you're going to win, man. So, Already. So, internets, you know what it is. Like, I don't tell y'all. Like, you don't <laughs> ever really see me get excited about music in 2014, man. Like, that Seen It All album, I can't wait for that September shit to come September 2nd, baby. September 2nd, man. Everything I heard was banger, pun, banger, pun, banger. So go and get that. Anything else you want to leave the audience with, man? Oh uh, man, you know, just you know, just you know, keep doing what you're doing, man. Believe in yourself, man. Keep pushing it. Anything that y'all can do to help out, you know, what I'm saying the um the situation going down in Ferguson. I think you know everybody needs to stand up, man. Just you know, do what you got to do. If it's if it's if it's internet based or whatever, just let your voice be heard, man. Because right now. Right now, today we just we, we we just can't stand to lay down for anything, man. It's we, crucial right now. Yeah, we as a people, and I do mean people, all of us, white, yes. black, Hispanic, Mexican, whatever, mm. um, Asian, Chinese, whatever. Like we 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 all gotta stand, man. Like we this is where we show how powerful and how strong we are. Yes, sir. And, and other than that, man, I see y'all on September second. Uh, and, and I hope you enjoyed it because I enjoyed making it for you. Get out there and vote on September second, yeah. man. Premium Pete. <laughs> I'm going to leave the internet on this. We always speak about needing new leaders, and, and, and you know where are they and who could they be? You know, here's one of them, man. Of course, Jeezy, man. I mean, besides the music that he's given you, I love anybody that has been through the struggle and is there to lay the info on somebody else, man. So, you know, you can make a mistake or you can learn from somebody no else. No question, no question. Your internet, you know what it is, man. Dream those dreams and man up and live those dreams because a life without dreams is black and white and the universe flows and technicolor and surround sound. Blah. Blah. Cheer. Yeah, it is. Numenati! This episode of the Combat Jack Show was produced by Jonathan Menna, executive produced by A. King and Chris Morrow, engineered by Samir Karan and recorded in the Engine Room Audio Studio in downtown Manhattan. This is an official Loudspeakers Network's production.